Hello and welcome to the Butt Show. Up in your ear like Van Butt Go. I'm Daniel Butt, and on this episode I'm going to tell you what I know about Montana. I haven't done any research. As always, I'm talking out of my butt. Okay. Montana is the biggest empty state of the lower 48. While Alaska may basically be a huge ice cube with some bears that's twice the size of Texas, poor forgotten Montana is a huge something barely south of Canada with not much to show for it at all. It became part of the United States in 1819 in the most valuable instance of no take backsies in world history. As the United States expanded west along the Oregon Trail and through land acquisitions like the Louisiana Purchase, it hit a big patch of emptiness owned by Canada. The English and French people controlling Canada at the time had been trying to offload this patch of land to Mexico, but Mexico couldn't be bothered to build a highway all the way up to it from Texas. So when the United States representatives reached modern-day Montana, Canada saw an opportunity. It claimed that there was oil underneath all the flat nothing and agreed to part with it for only a fraction of a penny per acre. The United States was briefly suspicious. Why would Canada part with something so valuable for so little money? Until Canada reminded the United States that it basically gives things away pretty often, like health care. So the United States took the deal and bought Montana. Then it surveyed the land and realized there was nothing there. Immediately, it tried to get its money back from Canada with no success. First, Canada had already converted all the money into Canadian dollars, which of course would not work in United States vending machines. And second, it had written no take backsies into the land grant itself. And so the U.S. was stuck with Montana forever. The borders of Montana are what define its nothingness. To the west, Montana ends right where Idaho begins to have its famous potato fields. But nothing grows in Montana. To the east, Montana ends where the Dakotas begin. They are states with so much to offer that there had to be two of them. But again, nothing in Montana. To the north of Montana is, of course, Canada, replete with maple syrup and politeness. Neither of those things exist in Montana. And then to the south of Montana is Wyoming. Officially in United States records, Wyoming is listed with a lower human population than Montana, which may suggest that it has even less to offer. This, however, fails to account for Yellowstone National Park, which is only barely within Wyoming's border. More people visit Yellowstone in a single year than will live in Montana every century. Wyoming's population is only so low because these tourists don't buy a house in Yellowstone. They can't. It's protected land. The state motto of Montana is Big Sky Country, because there's nothing on the ground. Despite existing at the appropriate longitude of the Rocky Mountain Range, Montana is flatter than Kansas. Stuck with all this nothing land, the United States quickly brainstormed ways to make use of it, and soon after Montana became a state, many government workers were sent there to incorporate its first city. The majority of the federal tax staff was sent there because boring jobs deserve boring locations, and Montana's first city became the country's center for filing and evaluating tax forms. The city was named Billings after this line of work, and it is now the state capital. The only other city in Montana is the city of Butte, which was named sarcastically as in, isn't Montana a Butte? Sadly, Montanans even failed to get the sarcastic joke right 
spelling the city like it was but with a silent E instead of an abbreviation of the word beautiful. There are so few permanent residents in Montana that they all share the same last name, and that is Montana. Even fewer people actually move out of state and become successful. One of these people is Joe Montana, who grew up writing pleas for help onto small pieces of paper that he would stuff into soda bottles and throw over the state border, desperate for anyone to come rescue him. He eventually used his strong throwing arm to throw footballs instead as star quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers. There was also Hannah Montana, who had the best singing voice in the entire state. She was discovered by a talent agent who mistakenly got on the wrong flight and moved to Hollywood. You now know her as Miley Cyrus. And that's all I know about Montana. This episode has been brought to you by Honey Dome. Is your throat coat tea just not cutting it? I don't know. Do you wish for a hot beverage that soothes your throat before a major vocal performance? Kind of. Well, now any beverage can be that beverage if you throw a honey dome into it. What? Honey domes are tiny soccer balls made out of honeycomb. The stitched together pattern of hexagons works well for the sport and for this treat. The honeycomb decomposes in any hot tea, coffee, or cocoa to prepare your vocal cords for the big event. You may even catch... A pleasant buzz. Oh, come on. Many thanks to Honey Dome for sponsoring the butt show. All right. That wraps up this episode. To submit a topic for a future episode or listen to previous episodes, go to thebuttshow.com. Take care, everyone.